Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Core Video Game Talking Time with Core. That's right. Your favorite old pal, Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz, and John Jagger hanging around, talking in a roundtable format about the world of video games, what's going on out there, the games we're playing, and a whole lot more. So thanks for joining us, live people who are in the live chat room. And I'm talking like this because Bo's music gets me going. Just listen to that stuff there. Listen to this. This is really, really good. Uh, anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. How are you two doing? Everyone good? Yeah, I like yeah. this energy you got. You got I, high energy. I came in here feeling feeling scrappy and ready to roll. I mean, if you've got some, I don't. If you've got some political opinions and want to form them into song lyrics, mm. that song is perfect. We can we can take it out, stop using it for the show, and Scott can just record his first punk rock track. Let's do it. I'm ready. Uh, Scott Scott Johnson and the Controllers. Yeah, and you'll be the band. You're the backup band. And I'll just yeah, do this. Uh, it's already laid down. Just need to sing on it. Okay. I don't like Trump. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a minute. Why are we roping him in here? We don't need him in here. We're done with him. We don't want to talk about him. Well, it's punk rock. Punk rock's. Oh, punk rock speaks. You know? Yeah, it speaks to, to power, doesn't it? That's with what it Social does. issues and it speaks to power. And yeah, it doesn't matter who's so in power. Kinda, yeah. Exactly. So I know you don't really have many opinions about the political climate, but, you know, you I mean, find hey, he's just got a whole separate Twitter account for Yeah, it. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I, I run, that's a different I run, scott i run a whole separate angry twitter account with my artwork as its avatar uh and uh yeah that, i but other than Shameful that the way they stole your art <laughs> that's right Jerem says scott has three kids he's a seasoned banger what oh yeah. my gosh <laughs> <laughs> why, why is that even a topic in the chat what you happened know, there uh, well, person lady or mister in the chat I mean, it only confirms that he's banged three times. So yeah. you don't know if he's seasoned or not. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. How do, you, how do they know? That's all we know. Is he might have three. a 100% success rate. Right. We don't know. And how do you know for two of those, it, I wasn't, you know, knocked out and someone extracted my, my seed? <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's someone, dude. Yeah. Who knows? 
Who knows? Who knows indeed? All right, look at this. We got first gameplay footage. Actually, I guess since we talked, we not only got first gameplay footage, but also that intro, the cinematic intro for uh, Baldur's Gate 3 got shown. And uh, man, I don't know about you guys, but I was getting a serious There Will Be Dungeons vibe out of that because we had done, we'd spent so much time with Mind Flayers and stuff that the minute that Mind Flayer shows up in his flesh ship with his freaking tentacle business, I just went, oh, where's Bo to do a weird voice and name him something funny? Like... I felt like I was there. I was in the campaign. It's weird. Yeah, I started getting a weird anxiety about it, honestly. And I was like, why do I have this? And I was like, oh, right, because I guess I shouldn't give spoilers. But hey, mind flares can be a serious threat. Yeah. So uh, they're not to be trifled with. And yeah, uh, we even had the little moment where Chance and Eddie were, and we can spoil a bit. There will be dungeons. It's like a 90 hour show. If I tell you one spoiler, that's 0.0001% <laughs> of all the things possibly to spoil. So well, I was going to say something pretty big, but. Yeah. yeah, don't say the big things. But like Eddie and Chance show up at one point and they're gonna they're about to get uh that's uh Ben Buff Bumhoffer's character and um Carter's character, mm. Eddie. By the way, 200, and, uh, 285 hours. I just wanna clarify how long we've been playing. Two hundred and eighty five hours of D D we've played. Yes, yes. Mm. Anyways, at one point they're hanging upside down and they're about to be dipped in some sauce, some some mind flare sauce. <laughs> <laughs> to have those little, you know, the way they did it in the trailer wasn't like they did it. He puts it in the eye, but they were going to, maybe it would go in the eye, but there were worms in the, the sauce. Yeah. And they were going to get dipped into the sauce. And our heroes, did they save the day? I don't know. Yeah. It. It's a hell of a thing, though, the 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 trailer. It's, it's um, I didn't know they were going so far hardcore into the Mind Flayer thing. I should have known this, given the logo they'd already shown uh, months ago, which is very Mind Flayer-y. And the original trailer where the guy's, popping off in the alleyway, turning into a mind flayer himself. Like I probably should have gathered that, that it would be so focused on that aspect of D and D, but there, there it was. And, um, it looked real cool. I I really liked that intro. I haven't seen this gameplay video yet. Um, I don't know why. Oh, it was, it was great. It was, it was like watching a real rough day at the D and D table because the guy presenting it and running it, kept make kept saying okay well we're gonna do this there's about a 96 percent chance we'll make this so uh we'll go ahead and do this we're in a little bit of trouble but we got good odds on this and then he'd fail you oh, know wow. essentially roll the one mess it up he died so many times in this gameplay yeah, they trailer. Just over so many times because <laughs> they're like we and there was scheduled two hours and he didn't get through all the stuff because he's like sorry the game's hard <laughs> 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 why what i mean does that make anyone makes me a little nervous i don't like that. i mean i don't know it's well, early they can it, tweak it's, it. so it's D D. like here's the thing the pace of tabletop D D is slow because we savor each die roll right yeah like when you're playing final fantasy or divinity when you input an attack you're just like whatever that's one of like 500 attack inputs you've done in the past hour it's not special. It's it's video game. It doesn't make it bad. It's just video games are a different thing. But you might spend five minutes talking about something in D and D, and then it comes down to the die roll. Yeah, you know, like and there's tension and excitement based on what the outcome the DM will decide based on your role. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so translating that to video games, like if you look at I think at the odds of hitting. Remember, like a lot of rpgs have taken out the percent chance to hit sure because you know missing sucks yeah but missing in D is dramatic 
And it's a huge, it's integral, right? It's like part of the right. structure and of it. So some purists of the CRPG say that, well, even though it's not fun to miss, these role-playing games are based on systems that mean something to people, so they need to be in the game. Yeah. And so they're in this one, which allows for a 96% chance to fail because that's how dice work. <laughs> that's how probability works. Wow, this and, is, uh, real quick, this is a stand. It's party wipes. <laughs> this, dude, this dude that's on... I'm, I'm watching the replay right now showing the chat room the guy that's on there right now is stanley as hell what the fuck? yeah i mean that's the other thing is this is all based on fifth edition and i know this is nothing new to people who played third edition or 2.5 and played those old Baldur's gate games but there's something really really cool about you know i had a great time playing divinity too but seeing mage hand come out or see someone cast guiding bolt and it's like oh man these are the spells that uh, other people around me or that I'm using or that I'm doing. And, and there's something very exciting about that. And I think that's one of the things I'm most excited about is because it's in that D and D world in that D and D universe and the fifth edition rule set, which is what we've all been playing on. Um, there's a lot of familiarity to it. Hmm. Yeah. I, 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 I will, I will agree with that, but I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, but I, it was significant because oh, that dude, that dude looked just like John's character. That was weird. With minus yeah. the mustache. I mean, it, it, part of it is just, it's all the same pool of DNA. You're like, those are like our mind flares. But I'm like, well, I got all the mind flare stuff from the D&D people. So, you know, it's right. like, right. you know what I mean? It's personal to us because we're playing in the story and we have our own original creations. But I mean, at the same time, you know, a handsome ne'er-do-well or, uh, you know, a hideous malformed sorcerer genius. You know, we're not the first to do any of the our characters they're they're the, we're the first to do them in the unique way we do them but trope wise you know sure they're all we've had, been we've done. had you know those things so there's that dna is all mixed in together uh just from a lore perspective this video where they're flying in in and over the city is that meant to be Baldur's gate that's the city or no no he confirms that it's some other city okay story. all right so yeah i mean my memories are real real distant on the last time I played a proper Baldur's Gate game. It's been yeah. since they came out, I guess. Um, right. Even though I tried to, I, I actually bought those HD ones. I haven't touched them though. I should probably play those. Um, all right. Well, he, you know, I can. Yeah. One of the things I noticed about this visually is it mm-hmm. looks a lot like, and this is Larian or whatever their name is. So this shouldn't be surprising, but, but the like character creation select stuff looks a lot like, original sin 2 doesn't it yeah or divinity 2 i'm, well, I'm pretty sure they just took what they made and they're just putting new assets and making some modifications to accommodate the rule set but like i don't i don't see why they would reinvent their own successful system i, I bet you they're pumping out a second game on the same engine and everything yeah that'd be my bet i mean why wouldn't and they like, right they just advance right. a few things and put in some new shaders and Everybody liked the game. Like it's like, well, let's give them another game, and you know, and they've been, I guess, working in. They've had many games, right? And mm-hmm. I don't think that's Divinity Two wasn't the first in that style. So whatever they're doing, it's gonna look and feel like Divinity Two. Yeah. Are all the? Uh, yeah. Can someone? Sorry, this is a total dumb question. I'm not. You know, as much as I love D and D, my overall life experience with it is is lower than everybody else's. But this elf chick that's like a big part of this trailer. Shadowheart? Yeah, why does she? Oh look- no, she's not an elf. Oh, what is she then? Because she looks I actually, weird. She's uh, kind of spoilery. But, oh, I don't want to. Uh, know that, there's maybe. a race. No, no, for their for a D and D game oh, because okay. 
it's I'm gonna explain a little bit about the race to you, but I do plan on including them at some point in our game, maybe. So it's another race uh, of people. They're called the Githkin. Okay. And the Githkin are a cosmic race of people, so they don't they might they're not from the prime material plane like Earth and Faerun and all the the worlds that you know your characters come from. Mm-hmm. They're part of like the land of Sigil and the outer planes. Like they're they're born there, and they were serving their race served a god of some kind, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't remember the name is a god or uh, you know demigod, someone very powerful and. That god was very cruel, and so they the Gith rejected the god, and then what they did was they decided to seize power for themselves. So you have, and this is important, there's actually two races that look fairly identical. There's the Gith-Yanki and the Gith-Zerai. And the Gith Yankee are the ones who are basically took their lessons from their slavery to this god and became like Russia or you know, like a, a not a communist, but like a dictatorship. You know, power, might is power. Everyone, you know, they go around slaving people now. Basically, the the, the oppressed become the oppressors. Okay, but the there's gift, nothing to do with Yankees. Is like a, they're not from the north. That's not the idea. Actually, right? I think maybe they. You know what? They were slaves to the mind flayers, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> That's why yeah. they're important to this. Okay, I think it's the not wasn't a deity. It was a mind flayer, someone from the far realm. Um. And so the Githzerai are the spiritual good guys uh, who the lessons they took from freeing themselves from the shackles of their oppressors was to spread peace. And, and so they're the same. They consider themselves different races. They're listed as different races. They seem to be, you know, very genetically almost indistinguishable. They're green. They kind of look like a Star Trek race. <laughs> yeah. Sort they of look like, like, a a, sort of green like, like they don't have a nose or something. Something weird going on with that. They're yeah. Because they're cosmic people, they're also usually uh, they always have a, a mo- bonus to intelligence and, and like wisdom, and they're they have innate psionic powers, so they can read minds, and they have some mental magic tricks, and and you know they're well suited to wizarding classes for the most part. Um, yeah, they're very cool. We haven't introduced them in the game yet, but they are present everywhere. There was a green, you know, um, John when nothing went to go to that uh, summons, you know, oh, the yeah. private room, yeah. Yeah, I described a green guy. I didn't do it, but the he was a, he was a you know, Gith Yankee. He's nice. a Gith sorcerer. But I just didn't just say it's a Gith because Stanley doesn't know what that is. Right. But uh, yeah. It seems, uh, one quick note I'm going to make here while we're doing some dialogue on the video I'm showing. Uh, really nice facial stuff going on. Um, reaction, emoting. That really, oh, yeah. that really adds to the story for me. Like I... Uh, yeah, I'd love a game where I feel more immersed in the interactions between the characters and not like I'm looking at weird robots talking. Yeah, they're so. a little more robot or marionette face because they have in-game dialogue cutscenes like Mass Effect style now. Right. right. And those aren't they aren't super expressive in those at all. I don't I know. Say. Her mouth but in the trailer. It's great. Her mouth is uh, I don't know matching up nice. Yeah, yeah, the trailer's great. The trailer's beautiful. Well, I mean, even it's a here, far even the cry play. from weird little blurry avatar with text over it. <laughs> sure. Right, and then also, I guess we heard or know now that the game is 100% turn-based, uh, truer to the D and D roots, and not the old what was what's the Infinity Engine or whatever the hell they called it. Yeah, the old where thing you just could pause it, but it was uh, real time. Yeah, they would just fight and. Um, I was unsure how I would feel about a change like that until I played. Oh, what's the 
Tower of the one by the guys that got by my by Microsoft. They got the two games. They got the one on the boat and the one before that. Pillars, of, Pillars of Eternity. Pillars yeah. of Eternity. So <clears throat> in the second game, a patch came out for that thing that said, uh, hey, you can switch to turn-based, but if you do that, it's the whole game. You can't change back. And if you don't do turn-based, then you're stuck with the this more real-time thing like they used to do in Baldur's Gate. And it was a thing they added like a year after the game came out. And I just thought, well, that sounds like maybe it's not great. Maybe would I really want to do that? And I switched. Man, it was so much better. Such a better way yeah. to play the game. It, this is a very controversial decision that they've made because yeah. you have a lot of people who are not necessarily fans of the studio, but they're fans of the series. And now they're doing something different than what the series did before. But uh, I hate the real time. I love the turn-based, and it was part of why I loved um, getting to play Divinity 2. And that was what allowed us to play Divinity 2 the way we did, which was uh, we I streamed that with Kyle and Kristen and Jeff and I, and we were able to do that because we were essentially doing it in turns like D&D, where it was, okay, you wait for your turn, you go up, you make your move. It was a phenomenal way to play that game. Um, and when I was done and I was just craving more of these RPGs, almost all of them do the real time combat and I just don't like it as much. And so it actually kind of killed my interest in a lot of these games because I played the way that I wanted to the first time. And then I went back to this other way that I didn't like at all. And it was hard to go, hard to go back to. So you hearing this probably, this was probably great news for you. You're like, sweet. It was great news for me. Yeah. yeah. And, but I think it's going to depend highly on if you're nostalgic for what the game was versus if you're just excited for a game, that's going to be like divinity again. I think that's going to be where the dividing line is, mm-hmm. but to the, to the people that are concerned because they liked the old thing, I would just argue that this game is already going to be so different. We're so far from those other games. Mm-hmm technology wise and what is a video game yeah. that also boulders game one and two is not real D anyways right it's gotta evolve and it's gotta change and so i think it's i think it's gonna be fine i think you know judge on your own merits you might play it and go nope i don't like the slow pace i hate it but i i think most people will come away enjoying it. i i know i'm excited about it i mean you know letting people do both may have been cool but knowing that this is this developer and what they did with their the game that got them recognized enough to be hired to be the studio to do the great Baldur's Gate continuation. I don't know why we'd expect anything different than the great, the things that made that game work so well are the reasons they are on this. They're, they're, they're building a, you know, a modern take on an isometric RPG and it looks amazing. I'm so excited. I cannot wait for this. And now I have seen the gameplay because they're playing right now and they're dying a lot, but yeah, they are. Um. Anyway, Cummins. They didn't say anything else about dates or anything, right? Twenty twenty one. No, I think they still have a lot of work, a, a long road to hoe. Is my yeah, understanding. Twenty twenty one. All right. Fair that enough. Yeah. I wonder if we'll be playing Diablo four before this. Uh, I don't think so. You don't think so? No. <laughs> no. I. <laughs> I'm still in the camp of Diablo four is not coming out until twenty twenty two. No. Actually, we could end up in a situation where didn't Baldur's Gate 2 uh, come out at the same time as Diablo 2? Um, 
didn't it have almost, if not the same release date? Well, I know Diablo. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. What, am, what am I thinking of? This would have been like 2001. Gotta look at this. Oh, Diablo 2. Oh, one or 99. Maybe it was the expansion. Oh my gosh. Uh, June 29th, 2000. 2000. When did Baldur's Gate 2 Shadows of Almond come out? Shadows of Almond? Almond. Almond. Mm, almond. Whole almonds. Yum. That was November 15th, 2013. Maybe it was the expansion for Diablo 2? You might be, it might be, it might be the re-release. I don't know. Maybe I'm off. <laughs> Something no else came out around the same time of these games. I can't think of what it was. Now. I mean, for me, uh, uh, I always think of I always think of StarCraft two and Civilization five. They came out like a week after each other or something, and they're not the same at all. Mm. But they, you know, they were both top down. I'm going to mm. build stuff kind of games, and I remember being worried for both of them, thinking, "Oh, one of these is going to catalyze the other," and it turns out everybody buys both those games. So. Didn't oh matter. wait a minute! Yeah. This says this game came out in 2000. Yeah, that's right. Baldur's Gate 2. Yeah, so did yeah, it didn't come out. The 2013 is a re-release. Remember, they made a big deal. Of, oh, that's what it was. I was looking at the yeah. Baldur's Gate 2 came yeah. out in 2000. So did Diablo. But the question What's is, the, was the exact date? Why aren't they giving exact dates? <laughs> uh, North America, September 21st. So it was later. Later yeah. that year. Yeah. So if it's the same year, it's still and you know. It's still pretty close. Yeah, it's a good year. So we get. So what you're saying is the same. We got Diablo two and Baldur's Gate two in the same year, and then we're gonna get Diablo four and Baldur's Gate three in the same. Yeah, year. Yeah, possibly. If 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 I mean if they're tr- if they're if they are really shooting for 2021, I don't know if they are, but let's say they are. And if Nintendo, and if Nintendo, if uh, Blizzard is also planning on that year, yeah, we could have another. We could have a rematch. But everyone's just going to buy them. And you're right. They're totally different kinds of genres. Sasha Wolf says in the chat, you're right. But it's still, for gamer dollars, people are going to have to make a choice. Or they'll be weird like us and get both of them. So I just like when these things come back around and they happen again. Yeah. And you're like, wow, look at that. We're Here we are. Now it's Diablo 4 and Baldur's Gate 3. And, you know, mm, I love it. 20, 21 years ago, it was Baldur's Gate 2 and Diablo 2. Yep. How crazy. I love it. I like the amount of race customization they're going to have for the character select. Yeah. I, agreed. They're putting everything in, and like we have to multiplayer. This game, like you played multiplayer with Kyle and Kristen and um, uh, the other gentleman. Uh, shit. It's been a while since I talked to him. Uh, Jeff. Jeff. That's right. Oh, um, I can't think of you, played, you played four-player co-op through the whole campaign of Divinity 2. Yeah. Yeah, so can we save the date? Like, I guess if you want to go play with Kyle and Kristen, they're cool and stuff. And like, and, but there's only probably four player co op. I want everyone to play. Like, I'm know, trying to get need, us all to play the game together. Fifth, we need, we're going to need to figure out what I don't want to play. They'll allow five solo. Well, hold on. I want to play it with people. Baldur's Gate one and two, you could have way more than five people, right? Couldn't you have like eight or 10 in your group or something? No, no, co op though. Well, that's not yeah, we're like, talking about the new one. Well, no, I we're know that, but what I'm going to use the same rules as Divinity, which was four. Oh, okay. Well, if that's the case, yeah. But I was just going to say the older games. I know they weren't co-op, but you could have a way bigger party. It'd be cool if they supported bigger parties. That would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. Maybe yeah. they will. They haven't said, so we can hold out hope. Um, and if they do, then I want to have everyone in the party, and I want us yeah. to play. Yeah. If it's five, I mean, Kyle what? already sounded the horn on Twitter. You guys didn't respond, so. Well, it's not out yet. I responded. What, for this game? Wait, wait Kyle put out the... Wait, are we signing up now? 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk to him. We'll talk to him. We talk to those guys regularly <laughs> enough. It'll be fine. We don't need to talk about <laughs> those, like, it. Wait, there, were <laughs> there were signups. We missed signups. I didn't see signups. What happened? <laughs> um, no, I, I'm all for that. And uh, I also just talking about uh, Divinity 2 makes me want to play Divinity 2 again. Nobody's probably in the mood for a big co-op campaign, but I, I miss I am. Like, are you? Maybe there's the Bo and Scott show for that. Like, or, I keep loading it up to play it, but because I played through Act Three and then I stopped, so I need to get back to it. But I've played Act One. And it's just a little hard to redo all the steps, but it would it would add so much more dimensionality to play a co-op. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's just a whole other beast. Yeah, I want. I kind of in the mood. I mean, John does this to me all the time. He talks so much about what were you talking about last week? Oh no, no, it's just a show. We talked. We talked about the ships made out of guts. For No Man's Sky, not guts, oh, but yeah. living ships, and I went, <laughs> yeah. "Oh shit, let me download that." And then, and then most of the week I didn't play it because I just kept forgetting. And then yeah, I, so. today John's like puts in his notes, just pretty much meant No Man's Sky. That's it. That's all I wanted to play. And I went, yeah. "Oh yeah, right." So like two hours ago, I get in there, and now I'm hooked again, and I can't stop. It's so freaking good. It's we'll really talk good. more about it. It's, it's very good right now. It's very very good. All right. Uh, so that's going on. Hey, GDC got canceled, so that's not going to happen. So if you were looking forward to whatever was coming coming out of that show, uh, they canceled it because of uh, it's getting pushed though, right? Because of COVID. Yes. Yeah, they're but, pushing it. That's what they're saying right now. Yeah, but the problem is they don't. They can't be specific. They said end of summer is what they would aim for. They also said some kind of event, which doesn't necessarily mean you know straight up GDC being shifted in a in a perfect way. Uh, also, nobody knows what the path of this stuff I mean, is. Are there going to be no more cons? No. Until this gets cleared up? I, th- I mean, potentially. Like, see should, that- I, okay, rephrase. Is is it morally um, evil to continue holding cons in light of the coronavirus scare? Well, some companies would say yes to that, and that's why they pulled out. But see, but that's what happens. These guys get forced to do it. So GDC was going to go on as planned, but then... I remember the day it started falling off, and I was like, uh-oh, this is going to be bad. Sony pulls out. Facebook pulls out, which means Oculus pulls out. And then Unity pulled out, and I'm like, ooh, this is a developer's conference. People go there to meet with Unity and to talk about that engine and its future and what's going on with their games and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's a big deal. But I thought, if that's where it stops, maybe we're okay. And then Microsoft pulled out. And then Epic, who has the Unreal Engine, the other engine that matters the most right now in terms of development, pulls out and that's when i went there's no way they're doing this they're just going to cancel yeah. and then later that day they well, announced and it you also have to keep in mind that these are you know we sometimes get caught up in the oh what are they showing what are they announcing what are they talking about but these are a lot of people uh, doing jobs with their employees there and a lot of places uh that aren't you know public video game things that get a lot of uh weird attention um, are telling their employees to telecommute if they can and stay home and don't come to work if you if you can work from home and things like that. So this is kind of that on a bigger stage and a bigger scale. And I, I'm not surprised at all that we're seeing a lot of this. Yeah, I'm not either. Also, um, what was the other one? Uh, oh, yeah, there's talk. Well, okay, so e- GDs or the E3 people won't say yet, but. If the stuff is still hot in June, I can't imagine that, that goes through. They've already got, you know, people, giant companies who have pulled out of E3 for this year and last year, for that matter, for un- totally unrelated reasons. 
they can't take a hit like that. It will be bad. So I don't know. I have no idea, Bo, to answer your question. I think probably oh. it's going to get weirder before it gets normal. Um, I don't think this is a forever problem, but I think we're looking at a weird spring and early summer for sure. And I think a lot of shows are getting pushed. Not a lot of people know this. And uh, and on this show, I don't know how many people would even know about it. But I, for 10 years, I ran an event called Nerdtacular. In 2017, you guys came to it. It was great. That was the last year we did an official one. And we were going to do a 2020. We had plans. It was all coming together. Um, we were waiting for a couple of confirmations. And then this thing hit. And we went, it's because we get a lot of international travelers that just straight up probably wouldn't be able to come or wouldn't come or right. couldn't come. And so we we shelved it because I don't mm. want to deal with this right now. It's just bad timing. And that's nothing. Look at the freaking Olympics. Japan's like losing their minds. And they're like a yeah. hotbed of spread, of the disease spread at the moment. And they're going to have to make a real hard decision. Them and the, o, uh, the uh, what are they called? The OCP. Nope, that's that's not it. <laughs> The, the OCP is the giant robot in Tron, isn't it? Yeah. No, that's the... Oh, wait. It might be, but it's also... Isn't that the people who made RoboCop? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> it is the OCP made robots. Or made uh, the RoboCop. Uh, so I can't think of what it is. OC... Whatever it is. Anyway. Um, yeah, a bunch of Chicago events getting canceled. And like major uh, trade events for non-video game related things. I heard about one in, um, where was it, Nebraska or somewhere that people had already landed, were in hotels, and the next morning it was all supposed to happen, and they canceled it. And, like, I don't even know know how you deal with that. So there you go, IOC, the International Olympic Committee. committee. So if those guys pulled the plug on that, I mean, that would be unprecedented. It's never happened before that I know of. Um, And, uh, yeah, so I guess I'm just saying it's a weird year and everyone should, you know, make – don't panic or whatever, but do practical things. Wash your hands, you know. Don't touch your face. Uh, whoops. Don't uh, stay away from don't people. Slap your microphone. Yeah, don't shit where you eat. Things like that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, but that's it's a big deal because GDC is a big deal. It was a big deal for me personally because my daughter goes every year for uh, her university stuff, and uh, she was really looking forward to this year, but she was also super nervous about this. So she's feeling this combination of relief and sadness because she loves going, but she also understands why you do this. And, you know, she didn't want to bring something like that home. Again, you know, trying not to to panic, but I think that people are making reasonable decisions to not do these things. And I think that they're, I think it's right to do it. If, if I'm Facebook or I'm, even Twitter has an official guidance thing now where they say, look, if any employees can work from home, they should, if they're sick at all or even uh, in a place that's a higher risk. Like we want to just make sure people have the best chance at, at uh, you know, not getting this, or if you do the isolation you're going to need and having it not tear the company apart. Like these are good. How to work from home. These are good policies. They're good. We have video games. There should be government mandated video game playing for four weeks. Can't leave the house. Stock up. I'm All ready. but the most essential personnel. Everyone else, you stay at home, you play video games, you see no other people, the disease will go away. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to start working from home, guys. I think I'm going to start. You should. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. Oh, wait. Shit. Oh, you're living your best life. I'm at home. What? What? Okay. Anyway, don't catch anything. Everyone live, is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, 
This is a small thing, but Halo Combat Evolved uh, is on PC now, so the original Halo game is finally part of that uh, Master Chief collection. Does anyone want to rush out and play Halo 1 right now? No. I kind of no, like sorry. Halo. I'm not going to rush out, but I might, I might play a little Halo. Combat. Bo, you were very quick to go, no. Yeah, <laughs> not not into it. Don't care, I guess. At this point, not really. Uh, uh, no. Old game, lots of new games. Do Eternal. I kind of Eight, agree. Like, yeah, like, that's like, true. Like Thirteen days. I'm good. Although yeah. this is not the first time Halo's been on PC. Let me just make that. Comment. It's the whole remastered deal. It's a super exciting. I mean, I get that it's the remaster. It. It's prettier and all of that. But I've played Halo on the PC. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. yeah. Um. I you think know, they're, I thought I was going to play Final Fantasy VII, and I couldn't take the graphics. There are, I did try and replay it with one. Point. Oh, that's right, because you were going to prep for this new thing. I'm oh. Like I'm so excited for the remake. Let's play Final Fantasy VII. It's like let's not. Let's talk about that real quick. So that demo hit uh, PS4 fans, and they're all freaking out. People like it. Um, yeah. I haven't heard a bad thing yet, other than the sneaky notion that maybe the game is only a tiny part of the overall experience and you're going to have to buy other games in the future to get other pieces of that experience. But Oh, for sure that's happening. It's just a yeah, little I misleading. Mean, the name of it is Final Fantasy VII Remake and right. the game... Not part one. Yeah. One of three. Yeah. Just the little Twitter thing where in the lower right of the game box it says one slash question mark because they don't know how long it's I'd be go. willing to bet what they've done is they've created a complete game experience on the off chance like um that the game doesn't do well oh i don't think that's possible but i think if you're sitting in a boardroom and you're like should we remake final fantasy 7 and sometimes people think they'd be more excited about something than they really are you know like how you know the prequels we didn't get a lot of the prequel dna in the sequel star wars because there was a fear that people didn't like the older stuff because the prequels are maligned um, I think similar to just like Final Fantasy VII, like yeah, people love it, but would they spend money in droves to mm. play this game? Well, let me and let me clarify. Porto Johnny in the chat says it's not sneaky. They've been open about that game uh, that it's that it'll be brought out in parts. I'm not saying that they haven't been true and faithful to us as people who consume this sort of thing, but the average person who doesn't game that often but remembers fondly playing Seven back in the PS1 days, and they go into the store and they see it and they think it's a complete remake of the game. I don't know. I just think that's a little dangerous. That's all. You're just going to have people get a little mad. So you should be a little more clear in all your marketing, not just us nerds who know everything. You know what I mean? Because, you know, Port of Johnny knows. I know. You two know. But I know lots of people who love Final Fantasy that have no idea that this isn't isn't a complete remake. Because how would they? Why would they know? They don't know. They have no idea. I think this game, I mean, I'm happy to see the people who are the fans of Final Fantasy VII so happy because um, me as an outsider, I see it. We've talked about it on the show. I don't have the faith that they're going to finish it. I do think Bo's probably right. I think maybe they try to end it with like a Star Wars A New Hope kind of ending where it's like, this could be the end, but there's more to tell if we decide to do more. Um, And I wouldn't be surprised if they go that route. I don't have the faith that Square finishes this series. Mm. And I know that's a real kind of jaded, negative way to look at it. That's my concern. I really hope I'm wrong, uh, especially because of how excited people are. 
Um, but I'm happy to see that people are digging it because there are some things in there that from the outside as somebody who doesn't particularly feel fond for seven, I go, oh, I don't know about that. But hearing that the people who actually care and are excited about it are loving it and thinking it's great, that's awesome. As somebody who just went through a remake of one of their favorite games of all time, like it's super cool that we're getting a lot of this, and it's super cool to see people excited. For I it. think this is the first time I've been excited about the game. I didn't care for it at all when it was new and tried and tried and hated it. I just couldn't do it. Um for lots of reasons. I just JRPGs and I didn't get along back then. I'm 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 a little more open to that stuff now, but I'd like this take. I'd like this approach. The combat looks really fun and interesting and looks like it might be something that I'm going to actually like. So, um I'm stoked that it's going great. I just think they need to be as upfront as they can be to everybody who might buy it, not just us who are tied into the gaming press the way we are. That's all I'm saying. I also hope that they discount PlayStation 4s. Oh, yeah. Well, they will by then because you're going to be... Well, when's this due? Uh, well, it's out in April. Oh, so geez. It was a month to announce some sort of bundle or something like that. See, I talked on the show before, and I'm going to bring him up again only to publicly shame him because it's kind of working, but Crofton was going to lend me his PlayStation 4 Pro mm-hmm. to play the game. <laughs> and then I think The Last of Us 2 is coming out or something big for PlayStations also coming out around the same time. Last for PlayStation? Two, I don't think is until like... November. maybe it was a remaster of last of us or something like that. he had a reason that he's like actually i don't think i can lend it to you not because i want to play final fantasy 7 but for some other game reason that he needs the playstation so then i said uh i would buy final fantasy 7 remake borrow the system and then return the system and give him the game to own forever oh wow Nice deal. That's a pretty good deal. He's, yeah, he's still. He's, uh, I don't think so. Tell Crofton he's a crack smoker of the so highest now level. Now I've got to like buy my own, and that's sort of the holding pattern we've been in. And then today I publicly shamed him on Twitter, and it seems to have worked. Like I just mentioned that Crofton was supposed to lend it to me, he didn't. And he was like kind of caving already. So now that I know his weak spot, I'm going to continue using every opportunity selfishly to bring up his name and mention how cool it would be if he would lend me. His PlayStation Four to play mm. Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, I mean, so I'm, now that I've done that, I can go back and tell him. There's a lot of people that that know. Yeah, Ma- Mass Effect Two. I don't. Or sorry, Last of Us Two. I don't think that's happening in May, is it? I thought that I can't was. Remember the game? I can't remember the game, but it seemed like a good reason game, right? I think that got pushed though. See, it? the big reason I don't want to buy a PlayStation Four, everyone, is because PlayStation Five is around the corner, <laughs> right? Like I. I and I did this with Final Fantasy VII. I played it on friends' consoles on the first PlayStation and then bought PlayStation 2 and Final Fantasy VII. So I had the new system and the game I wanted. That's the one reason I bought the PS2. I played it much later on my own and not borrowed, but it's, ah, I don't want to buy a PlayStation 4. <laughs> like, oh, it could, it could be Last of Us Part Two. It's May 29th, so uh, you'd be done with it by then. The way you play games, Bo... Oh yeah, both well, tear through and be done. Fantasy. Yeah, the stick in the mud. Actually, when we initially had that conversation, Cyberpunk was still coming out in April. Oh right, uh, that's part of it too. So it was like I might play Final Fantasy VII or I might play Cyberpunk. I don't know which. Right. He's like, well, I'm gonna play Last of Us, and then I was like, okay. Now the game's changed. Anyways, I just wanted to use this time to say hi, Crofton. People are now <laughs> expecting you. Is Crofton listening? PlayStation. Does, does he listen or to they, this show? Do you know? If he no, listens? he only listens to shows that he appears on. <laughs> 
Um, so if you want him to listen to Core, we have to invite him on. Me. Um, oh, that's but he may tune in if he knows I bring up his name. That's his weak spot. Is when you talk about him, then he'll you know it's like, oh, I got this great show. It's 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 about games. He's like, uh-huh. and I'm like, you're in it, and he's like, ooh, I'm interested. Oh wow! So I love this. Yeah. This is amazing. I really like Crofton a lot, but I didn't. I didn't realize he listens to only oh, shows. He's, he's complete, on. He's a complete uh, goofball, and he's very. Uh, he likes himself a lot. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. yeah. That's okay. Sometimes some some of the people I like the most are people who really like themselves. Yeah. But he's a good friend, and he's a good person. He's yeah. a great father, and yeah. husband. Yeah. And um, you know, just a little stingy friend. Just, just a lending little... your friend the PlayStation exactly. Four Pro exactly. to play Final Fantasy VII Remake. Exactly. So if you don't lend it to me now, Crofton, everyone on Core, and that's way more people. I have way more people. He also doesn't like that more people know who I am than him, like the fame issue. And I'm not super phased by it, but he's always like, mm. I love so it. So more people will know that you failed to be a good friend to a more famous person than you. Yeah. So he's a good right. father. Well. He's a nice sure guy. A friendship after this. Good father, nice guy, stingy with his PlayStation 4. That's what we know yeah. about him. Yeah. I mean, he probably just doesn't trust me. Mm. Why not, though? You're you just think- trust, most trustworthy, one of the most trustworthy people I know. Why not? He should trust you. He should. Trust. He has more history with you. Like maybe this is back when Bo would like. I don't know what you used to do. Pull your wiener out in the park parking lot and say, "Hey, look at this." Or I don't know what you used oh, to no, do. I still, I still do that. Oh, maybe, maybe he's where he's not going to get it back. <laughs> I mean, I gave Bo a gift three weeks ago, and he still hasn't gone and got. <laughs> I haven't gone into my mom's. I, we made plans. They fell through. I got to go there. The mail people took my mailbox away. I don't have a mailbox anymore. Wait, wait, wait I got to get wait, a wait. PO box. Why did they take your? Oh. Wait, because sh- my mailbox is up a few steps, and I, I'm not super diligent about shoveling the steps in the winter, so the postmen don't want to deliver, walk up three icy steps to deliver the mail. Maybe one of them fell, and I don't know. I, but they, they, I, they refused. They sent me a letter. They're like, nope, no more service at, on this thing. Wait, this was just three steps or three step stairwells? Three like- steps. Like, I live on the second and third floor of a house, so you have to walk up some stairs outside to get to my house. So the yeah. mailbox is only three steps up the stairs. Yeah. But um, you know, I got a letter saying it's too dangerous to deliver mail to your house, and it's like I shovel, but I'm single person. I don't have other people to help, so it gets done when it gets done. If the mailman comes by and it didn't shovel a laneway, you don't take a person's mail away. Yeah. Anyway. So wait, you're, so everything goes to your mom's as a result. Right? Yeah. So I just forward stuff to my mom's house. Okay. So it's safe, John. Your thing's safe there. It'll just you know. no. But I'm just saying he has a gift <laughs> that was given to him three weeks ago, yeah. and he seems to be in no apparent rush to go get it. Remember, I'm the guy who didn't open his free eighty Heroes of the Storm loot boxes for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. After yeah. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So. He he just he doesn't worry about these things, and I'm just saying that maybe I can see Crofton's side on the. Oh well, what if I really need, uh, what if I really need this PS4 back, and then Bo goes at his pace to get it back to me? Mm, I might not see it for three or four months. Sure, he's loaded. He, he can buy. He's loaded. ready. He, he can buy another one. He's loaded. Time. What does he do for a living? <laughs> what does he do? Nothing. He's not loaded. Like, but I mean, he, he can afford to buy a new oh, one. Oh, he's, he's just stoned. That's what you mean when you say he's loaded. <laughs> All right. No, no, no. He's loaded. He's got money. Okay. He's well, yeah. but Crofton, you've heard the deal. All right, uh, I want you guys to take a look. <laughs> I want you guys to look at this cool article on PC Gamer about this Japanese gamer bed. This is gaming in its final form, everybody. Not only that, oh, I would kill for this, by the way. Uh, this is a great way to stay uh, out of the COVID-19 world. 
just go yeah. plop yourself into this thing. Look at this dude. He is just chilling like a villain. Look, government mandated gaming beds for four weeks. I'm so in. <laughs> I would. I'd sleep in this. I would even now. I'm Look, married, but got, I'd still do it. Yeah. No problem. The, the, my favorite part about the gaming bed, at least the marketing for it, is that the guy has ninja pajamas on, <laughs> which I never realized that I wanted to be. Uh, it was a thing I wanted to be a part of. <laughs> I want to wear a face mask so no one can see my identity while I play. Oh, look, I didn't know that. I didn't see this image where. Okay, there's two things that concern me. One, he's <laughs> sleeping in like the hoodie. What is the rest of his house clo- clo- cold? So these jammies are just too thick. So that bugs me. I, yeah, uh, he's not yeah, in Japan. He's, he's in Canada. That's how he that looks, looks very warm. Now, here's my other question, and this is an important one. Yeah. He's got his phone on that extendo arm. That's cool. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Back behind his head is a tube of I don't know what and I don't like it. No, you know sir. What it is. is that supposed Wait, to be lube? <laughs> is that you supposed to be is. lube, is it? Because if it is... is it the first photo or the second photo? No, it's way down where he's looking at the... He's oh, looking there's at the more screen. photos. Yes. Photo number four. Is he looking... The is that a tube. tube of lube? Holy shit. Yeah. I think he's got, I think he's got lube and he's looking for some parn on the phone. I mean, it could just be hand cream, which is used for the same function. Oh, no, he's, he's and he's got an alarm clock, so he can challenge himself to do it under twenty minutes. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's a gamer. He's, he's a gamer. He's got to beat his best time. He's gone hands free with his phone. You know, he's got to free up them hands. Yeah, gamers are always trying to beat their best time at everything, yeah. including yeah. Beat, you know, beat um, their best time, personal yeah. time. Sure. Uh, yeah, I think this is hilarious and makes me laugh. And uh, also, I really would, I would well, totally if you scroll down a little further too. They have a coronavirus like protector net. What? Where? The fifth picture. There's like a desk and there's a big screen around, like a net around oh, the like desk. A net around it. Interesting. Yeah. I doubt that works. That doesn't it's work. It's called gaming camp. Gaming which camp? is a tent-like enclosure you put over your desk like a hat. Why? It cuts off unnecessary visibility, creating an environment where you can concentrate on one display and remain fully locked in and surrounded by your noxious gamer farts. <laughs> it doesn't say that. The gamer it, fart well, part. Well, that's does. what the article says. No. I was reading. No, the article, article says in quotations, fart. it's from the writer and not the website. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Noxious gamer farts. There it is. Yeah, I don't know about that part of it. The part I like is I'm not comfortable gaming in bed, and I wish I was. And it's not because I wouldn't. It's because my bed sucks for gaming. So I would love some stuff like that. Yeah, beds beds for sleeping. Yeah. The hand cream's in two photos. I saw. I found another one. Well, that's because that guy is vigorously masturbating every chance he gets. (laughs) I mean, he's a ninja. It's deadly if you do it wrong. Well. He, <laughs> it's he, like cuttlefish, you know. It's like don't eat the cuttlefish. That's what you're saying. They just do that the wrong way. They could kill kill themselves. That's true. Wait, wait, but the cuttlefish thing isn't a ninja thing, is it? Oh, but aren't they jet sushi or Japanese restaurant? Oh, oh yeah, that's true. And if you don't cook it right, it will. Is it cuttlefish? It's not cuttlefish. Maybe it's not cuttlefish. It's blowfish. Blowfish. If you if you don't eat the blowfish or if you don't cook it exactly correctly, you'll die. Yeah. Right. The cuttlefish is what the guy in that South Park episode that was in the human centipede ate. <laughs> he wanted to eat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I cannot oh, decide. I have a cuttlefish. That's a very funny episode. It's horrible. <laughs> that whole, but... Their whole Chinese restaurant, Japanese <laughs> restaurant. 
I know. And you know how much heat I get it's when so I do? Big. I'll do like my brother's voice. Like my brother, I'll make fun of my brother's voice a little bit because he's got a fun accent. He's Korean. And people, yeah. I get the most scathing emails. Does anyone send anything to South Park and yell at those guys for their Chinese restaurant stuff? Do they ever do that? They probably do, but it probably leads directly to a shredder. It's like print letter and it just falls right into the shredder and... I'm, it's just the, it's just a lack of of caring. So you say you're we, saying I should I should stop caring. That's what you're saying. I think you need to make a decision. Do you care? <laughs> I mean, a and little. If you do care, then you may have to adjust your behavior based on if you care. And if you don't care, and you're like, no, it makes sense to me. I've I've explained that I'm doing an impression of my brother. Yeah, I love him very much, and it's fine. And if that's fine, and then just do it, and then who cares what they say? They should go do the research before they get mad. All right, fair enough. I'm in. Uh, have you gotten any messages about uh, Gerbkin Shartlinger? <laughs> no, nothing yet. The Mind Master character? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Why? What? What? what no, because we for? all know he's impersonating a Nemoidian. <laughs> oh, like, right, 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 right. And, and badly, badly, uh, not well, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, there's certain accents for D&D that I would totally do if we weren't airing the show on the internet. I mean, the way it works for me. And it's not because I'm trying to be racist, but it is humorous, you know, doing certain accents in a funny way. Yeah, no, and, and for and your Japanese job. Japanese is one of them. For your job yeah. as DM, like, you need to be doing those, right? Like, yeah, okay. Um, we'll have a really racist episode next week. Yeah, be great. this is all true. Um, okay, let's take a look now at what? <laughs> Hold on. Oh, we're not doing the lawyer thing. Hey, you know what else we should do? Hold on a second. We're going to talk about the games we've been playing this week. I went on a um, a continued uh, city builder rampage, looking for the perfect city builder, seeing what's out there. Played Foundation. Very cool game. Not fully cooked yet. Needs work. I tried Early Man or what was First Man or what was it? The Caveman one. Early Man. Whatever it is. Encino Man. Encino Man. And it broke right after uh, the weasel showed up. No, uh, that's th- what you want. Uh, it's uh, what's it called? Whatever it is, the one about cave people, or you know, prehistoric people. I tried that. I I just couldn't. It just wasn't rubbing oh. my cheese. Dawn of Man. Dawn of Man. Thank you. It just didn't do it for me. So oh, I, no, I, wasn't I re- good. I, I mean, so I think it's probably good. It just wasn't giving me what I was looking for. So I re- gotcha. basically that game is like. There's no progression past it. Like you're caveman and you're doing caveman shit and you're going to do that the whole time you play it. Like there is, there's no like, oh, you've broken into the, the Bronze Age or, you know, you don't have any of that. It's all just like survive and play and be a caveman. <laughs> you, you invent fire, you stop. Yeah, you just, it's as far as you get. And it's fine for that. It's really good for that, actually. But I want to go past that and it just wasn't for me. So I just kept looking and looking and looking. I'm trying everything. Foundation has a ton of potential. I think it's just too early. Didn't you like those Anno games? I do like those. Anno 1800 is very good. Anno. Oh, in fact, you know mm-hmm. what? I haven't fired that up in a while. That, that might be what you're looking for, some Anno. Yeah, I need to go in there. I'll go look at that. Um, I, I like really hot Anno. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking the same thing, but I didn't have, I, well, you were talking, so I couldn't make the joke. Sounds <laughs> I'm awful. glad you did. Sounds awful. All right. So here's what I ended up with. I was surprised pleasantly. I may have even mentioned this last week that it wasn't out and I was really anticipating it. But out of nowhere, with no advance notice, the people that are making Builders of Egypt launched a prologue version of the game for free um, that is just like early gameplay elements, you know, kind of the game as a as a introduction or whatever. 
and that is to say this is not anywhere near finished, but it is kind of a good look at what the game aims to be, and it, it is exactly what I want. It's exactly <laughs> what I want. I just need the full game to be done. I don't want to sit around and wait for it, because what they did is they basically went back and made a modern-era version of what Pharaoh was and the Cleopatra expansions. That's the game they're making. But, I'm okay with that. Pharaoh oh, was the one I liked. So good. It's such a great game, and this is that. Um it's a walking builder, meaning, you know, uh, you, you build smart city stuff so that when your water guy walks, you, he goes on a good route and the places that gets water, they all improve. You know, you played that, you know, how that works. Um, all of those impressions games did that Caesar and Zeus and all that stuff. And this game is aiming to do that, but with a really nice three D engine, like all the modern things you'd expect out of a PC game like that. And it's short. And not everything's in there yet because, again, it's a free prologue and not even technically full early access yet, but it's rad. And I'm so excited for when that comes out. So I think I may have satiated my desire for now. I think I'm okay. Nice. Except Lord John. Except John's yeah. fault is another thing John did. Last week you reminded me. I didn't even bring it up. You brought it up. You said, hey, remember that farming game you used to play? And you just uh -huh. like run around and do stuff. I'm like. Oh yeah, farm oh, I together. You were blaming me for the other thing that's probably no, no. So I went and did that, um, and played farm together again because I have a giant blustering farm that I have been letting lax, and now I'm checking in there every three hours like an idiot because it's great, it's good, it's a good game. You got that farming itch. Ugh. you gotta scratch it. Every twenty four hours, my bees produce honeycomb, and I have to go gather them because honeycomb, when you turn it all in and you have enough of them, you can then do a honey stand and sell the honey and the honey gets you ribbon ribbons and ribbons buy some of the coolest stuff in the game that you can't buy with anything but ribbons man what a cool currency <laughs> it's, like, it's like a currency where you can go spend 25 cents at a michael's and be rich <laughs> that's right it's a weird currency because it's like i bought sprinklers for part of my um part of my farm area that i just want to be constantly watered certain kinds of food or certain kind of produce grows better with constant watering versus other kinds potatoes you can just plant them and leave but like others you, you want to keep constant water on them anyway those cost a whole bunch of those those um those ribbons which is the weirdest thing to me i'm buying all this other farm equipment with gold and or well it's just money money or these these other gem things you get for accomplishing things i can spend those and i have tons of that those currencies tons of it i can spend it on anything i want all the time but the one thing I really want is sprinklers, and they cost these damn ribbons, and they're so hard to get. So the worst part about that is I had like 21 ribbons. That's enough to buy some cool stuff. Found out the sprinklers were three each. But if you plant them while you're off your tractor, you just plant one, and you spend the money, and you plant it. If you're on your tractor, you plant three, because on the tractor, you can do larger areas of stuff. And that means watering and planting, and everything's better on a tractor if you're trying to do volume. I didn't realize yeah. that, so I went and is, planted is all. Anno eighteen hundred better on a tractor. I went, I went and Sorry. planted it all these sprinklers. It struck me very funny that sentence. Everything's better on a tractor. <laughs> that might be a title tonight. But anyway, I'm just pooping out all these things, and I look up and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I just spent all the ribbons because I was on a tractor, and that means three of these went down at a time instead of one." Bah. Oh, so you over you overspent on your sprinklers. I did, but I'm I'm okay no with undo it. button. You don't have a oopsies. No, you can go. You yeah. can owe and unearth it, and it'll it'll give you your money back or your your currency back. 
Um, I just haven't done it yet, so I'll decide if I need to. But anyway, <laughs> the I, only thing that's not better on the tractor is getting off the tractor. That's right. That's right. Here's my favorite tell, thing about farming. Tell Yennefer I still have the tractor. <laughs> okay. Here's my favorite thing. When I go and get the pro or what my cows produce, mm-hmm. what do you guys think? If you were if you were going to go make a bunch of cows yield their product, what do you suppose yeah. it would be? What would you think it was? Milk. Milk. Okay. So and you- I know that because in Black Desert Online, there's a milking mini game where it shows you two big udders and you have to click the left mouse button and the right mouse button in order and you see the milk squirting down. <laughs> and if you squeeze too quickly, they empty and you fail. So you got to do it pastefully like this. Okay. And and then you fill a bucket full of milk and then you've got you've got it. That's the wow. mini game. So okay. I know all about how milking works. All right. To, so, so you yeah. say milk, John, what, what do you think? Milk too? I mean, I, I think milk is the most logical. It's probably going to be something weird like cheese. All right. Here's what you do. You're, you're not too far off because there are other animals that do that too. But when I go out there to get either pigs or the cows, um, in the, in the cow's case, you take the tractor into their thing. You make like a, the best, the most efficient way to do cow pens is to do it in a grid of, of nine spots, nine spaces, and then put a fence around it and then call that a cow pen. And then okay. I'm not saying that the actor cow pen's name, by the way, I'm just saying cow pen. Anyway, mm. so you go, he's, 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 he's Kumar from Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Or, anyway, uh, cow house, as they called it in Breaking Bad. Even better. So I, you go in there, and when they're ready to harvest, they get these little bread basket icons above them so you know it's time to go do it. And you drive your tractor. It's all in third person, you know, high up camera thing. You pull the tractor into the center, and it highlights all nine squares that are ready to be harvested. And then I hit the A button, and the tractor goes, and hits the ground. And that pulls up whatever you have and stores it. It's it's arcadey. It's not meant to be realistic. But mm-hmm. when that's food, it's like, oh, all these potatoes just flied up, flew up and landed on me. All of the flowers did it. All the trees, the apple trees, the, the apples fall down, and now they're all part of my inventory. And I wait for the next growth season. In the case of the cows... You go and you land on the ground and a whole bunch of bottled milk flies up from the ground. Like there's oh, no so udders. It milk. It's milk in this case. Just bloop. But then there's some cows that are brown. Get this. That give you chocolate milk. I was going to say, is it chocolate milk? Yep. What a stupid joke. It's super dumb. And then uh, 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 rabbits. You raise rabbits. Uh, oh, I forgot what rabbits actually they give, give me. They give you rabbit milk. I think they give me carrots or something. What well, that doesn't make sense. I agree. You don't actually <laughs> slaughter anything. When I do the pigs, they produce uh what is it pigs sniff out in the bushes or in the mud? Truffles. Truffles. Truffles fly up. That's what well, I've that been they've been then they're grazing and eating in their pen, and then when they're ready to harvest, they produce like a hundred truffles just fly out of the ground. But at least pigs are well known for finding truffles. <laughs> <laughs> rabbits eating carrots is just a generic kind of weird stereotype and they also don't hoard them to give them to you it's like having a bear that gives you honey just because you saw winnie the pooh one time yeah no you're not wrong i'm There's gonna probably bears that do give honey in this game that's the expansion pack let me find it real quick so I'm, i can say this correctly okay Ooh, rabbits let's look at the dutch rabbit which is one of the rabbits okay he here's what you harvest you buy them for 4.5 k gold and you get 7 XP every time you do it. Uh, if I harvest them, I get 2.6K gold plus, what is that? Oh, that's a timer. Okay, hold on. I'm just, I'm just looking here. Oh, the resource. Oh. Yeah. 
okay, in this particular rabbit's case, it produces vegetables. That's what that's what it eats. I agree. I agree. It's really weird. It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, that's the game's weird, generally speaking. But isn't that a weird thing? And the Easter rabbits. This is great too. The Easter rabbits. They produce eggs, right? I mean, we can pick at this, but it's meant to be an arcadey. Yeah, of, it's a goofy. You know, it's goofy. It's not, this isn't a simulator. No. Uh, oh my gosh. This is, no. a, this is an arcade game. No. And, this is the, know, this, this is the kind of game that would make farming simulator people be mad at me because it's so not a simulator at all. Yeah. But that's right. part of the fun of it. It's just you're driving around. It's a real time, you know, people always go, it sounds like Farmville. It's not. Farmville is like click on stuff and it's a mouse, you know, it's a big city view and that sort of thing. That's not what this is. You're down there. You're a dude. You're hopping on your cool you're tractor. It, you're in it. You're in it you're to win it. You're in that farm. That's right. And I enjoy it. But it's John's fault that I picked but it up. But it has again. like magical whimsy like things. Which oh, is very not a whimsy. Thing. It's just the aesthetic choice. Very whimsy. And, you know, certain seasons, the seasons are like days. So they don't last very long. They last about what you expect a day cycle right. in a video game to be. So it's all snowy during the winter and I can't grow cherries that time of year. But bling, oh, it's spring. And then suddenly the whole world just goes bling and it's spring and, and I can just go do spring things. And now you That's can buy how spring works where I live. <laughs> now I can buy houses and, um, build uh decorate the houses and cook stuff on stoves in the houses it's great it's great dj davis in the chat you know you know what's up you know what's going on all right that's uh, not the only thing that's my fault though scott oh shit i was kind of hoping we'd forget okay so um uh, john's right i i said a couple of well probably last week even again but a, a number of times i'll play a scary game but only when someone else plunks down the money for it i'm not going to pay to put myself through torture so when it came to like resident evil 2's remake that was how that worked i didn't want to pay for it somebody bought it i played it um well <laughs> here we are again somebody has re- has pre-ordered uh resident evil 3 for me so now i guess i have to play that and that's also john's fault because he's been incessant about me doing it but you can't take all the credit there's like two or three other people that will benefit from this like Jamie, who does the mashups, so we actually have a mashup to play here today, but also he does them for TMS. He wants to hear me scream more because he makes screamy things out of the mm-hmm. dumb stuff I do. <laughs> My wife likes it because she thinks it's hilarious that I'm such a boob when it comes to this stuff like this. And John likes it because he's a sadistic friend, but sadistic. You know what right. I mean? Like you want to well, see and me. And if we can make it work, I will be there for you. Yeah, that's the other thing is I'm going to make it. That is going to happen. I'm not doing this on my own. That doesn't stop any of the screaming, but at least I'll have John there, honestly, to act as an anchor for how I get so emotionally freaked by this stuff that I need somebody to say, well, you just need to go down that hallway and open that door. And otherwise, I'm just, I'm I'm like too freaked out to know what I'm, what I'm supposed to do next. Like the game part gets lost and I just get lost in the scary. So we're going to figure out a way to make that happen. Yeah. And when is this? April? Frequent breaks. Yeah, frequent breaks. Yeah. There you go. April, right? That's when it comes yeah. out. We could do a test run, get you the rest of the fifty percent through Resident Evil. It's got to figure out what what day. Bah, psh, bah. I don't think <laughs> I played that game. That game has been played. I played it halfway through. Well, there are whole things you ha- you haven't seen Sherry Birkin. You haven't seen Police Chief Irons. There are entire rooms of that police station you haven't gone into. Yeah. But I did them in the old game. When I played it the first time, I played that. No, other yeah, sir. Yeah, I did. I played well, it's it. it's different now. Yeah, different now. yeah. Mr. X has a, what, 
has two of them now or something? What's going on with Mr. X? What about him? He's just there. He's just there. And here's the thing. If we go through Resident Evil 2 again, Scott, here's the here's the best part. I know two tricks to minimize Mr. X for your second playthrough. All right, Hal. I will teach them to you. He will barely be in it. Okay, you're not going to tell me now. You're going to save that for... Yeah, if we play it. Well, what about Nemesis? You can do that for Nemesis also. I don't have tricks for Nemesis right now. But you will when but I might. Out. I might. It depends right. on when we play it. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, and then I played No Man's Sky today because John also reminded me of that. And man, uh, you know what I think I'm going to do with that one? Because, Bo, this was your idea last week. He's like, oh, you're into the farming. You should try the farming stuff in that game. So two things happened. I got a new controller this week that I really like. I'm not going to review it yet because I haven't had it long enough. But I like it a lot, and it was super cheap. And I was on the, I was on the prowl for a good uh, PC controller that wasn't going to be as expensive as the ones you normally think of but be compatible and be a good build and all that. I found one. I'll talk about it next week when I have some more time with it. But anyway, my goal this time is to play through that game still on PC, but I'm going to do a run with controller only and already the building's easier. I think that stuff, that interface was absolutely weighted in favor of people who use controllers and certainly the console crowd for, for no man's sky. Um, anyway, I'm going to do like you said, and I'm going to try out all the weird farmy shit that's in there. Farming's fun. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not as in depth, I think, in the way that the farm games play. But like, it's you got a barbecue, you got a milking thing. I guarantee you can it's... ride your farm animals in this one. You don't have to ride a tractor; you can ride a crab. Sure, well, I yeah. guarantee. I guarantee it's going to be more in depth than just like farm together. There's no way that it's less than that. Uh, like but... it's it's in depth, but like in a space sim kind of way. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like you know. Totally... I don't know if it'll scratch the itch you're looking for. But when I was playing. I was trying to make tons of credits so I could buy expensive ships. Mm -hmm. So I have like in my base, I've got about 10 biodomes uh, filled with all kinds of plant life. And then you you use that to, you can fabricate goods from the plant life that sell for just a lot of credits on the galactic market. And um, you can make money, you know, a million million credits at a time. How do you feel about uh, getting a shitty planet that you just don't want to build your base on? You know what I mean? Oh, that's, that's fine. fine. That's great. Just I love go it. Go build it on a good planet if you want. But yeah, I mean, there like if you it depends. Good planet also depends what you're looking for from the planet, because <laughs> they all have their own different ecosystems. Well, I don't mind it. So planets. different ecosystems is fine. I don't mind cold or heat or any of that stuff's not a problem. My biggest yeah. problem is the one they put me on is like thousand needles. Like just so so so. Here's the here's the thing. Once. This is the system I set up. Let me talk about it. I know John probably wants to talk about because he's the one who's played this week the most. But um, what I do is I set up a home base on a green verdant planet that's just vanilla. And it might not be the first base I set up, but eventually my main hub is going to be there. You can set up teleport your own teleportation network, right? Yeah. So I find a crappy... I find all the planets that I'd like to visit, like that I think are cool. So when I find a cool planet, I just plop down a base computer... And the power generation I need to get a teleporter up. And then maybe I put a bit of flooring down. And then that's all I do. I'll come back and teleport later when I'm ready to start doing things. And what I've done is like one base is has the red special material metal, like indium. I have a base on a blue planet material. So Activia or whatever it is. And then the green one, you know, booger material like whatever the prime that metal the chromatic metal like prime special metals on those planets mm -hmm. and then i make one on a planet that doesn't have good resources but has sweet wildlife and just looks lush really cool 
and then I just teleport between bases to harvest. Like I have har- automatic harvesters eventually that will pull up the materials I'm, I'm looking for from those planets and I can visit them and they have minor bases, but my main base is the lush, pretty planet. Yeah. So if you get to a thousand needles planet, you should probably just leave. Don't set up your base on the first planet you find. Just go to system, 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 system. So you run out of hyper fuel and see something that's just cool. I'm going to do yeah. that. I didn't realize you could have multiple bases. You could teleport between. We need to play together because I think if we're just all exploring together, we'll find the core home world and we can set up, and you know, can start a new civilization of our own people. That does sound like fun. <laughs> it sounds pretty fun. And we'll find, we'll find, like Battlestar Galactica, we'll find home. Yeah. Is that what they, but they ended up not, they ended up dying or whatever. What'd they do? No, they found home. Yeah, but they, it was a bad time, wasn't it? Wasn't it a bad time? They found no. home twice. Oh, right. I forgot how that yeah, worked Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. They found caveman it was, home. The first one was a bad time. It, it, it's true. Didn't they? So it wasn't, the idea is that our planet is caveman time, but for them, right? Right. They populated Earth in some way. Right. But when they, they got there, when Earth. they got there, we had some, you know, monkey men, you know, un, unevolved like Cro-Magnon man, whatever. Yeah. Cro-Magnon. Chromagnum. Chromagnum. Chromagnum? <laughs> it's not Chromagnum. What is it? Cro? That's a, that's a line of prophylactics, I think. <laughs> oh, the Chromagnum. <laughs> Hold on. Chromagnum, man. It's Chromagnon, I think. Chromagnon. Chromagnum. I was right. No, no, no. That's not right. <laughs> Hold on. Truly, this is the most important fact we've decided to check today. Uh, why it's is the bro magnon C R O Chromagnon? Chromagnon. I was close. Anyway, um, I'm about as smart as one apparently. But uh, so they get there and they all are like, "Hey, we're from space!" But look at these weird monkey people running around. And then, and then they were part of that evolution, I guess. And that's the idea of where we came from. And then we'll just repeat the whole thing again, right? Is that the deal? It's not a spoiler that show ended like 20 years ago or 10 years ago. So Right. You can talk about the ending to Battlestar. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's an old show. Uh, John, you played almost nothing but No Man's Sky. How's your experience going? I know. I said almost nothing, and then I added two more things after it. But, uh, yeah, it's good. I I started over again. Mm-hmm. I didn't even redeem my uh, pre-order bonus ship, which I really like because it looks like a Star Wars Z-95 Headhunter, and mm-hmm. I like that ship a lot. Yeah. But uh, I've been tooling around the galaxy. I've been making a lot of money using the scanner trick and uh, salvageable materials. And Wait, what's the scanner rich. trick? You mean just scanning things or is there a trick that I don't know about? Uh, no. Well, there's kind of a trick. So if you go up to the base, um, there's a place where you can spend nanites, I believe it is, to buy upgrades for your gear. And it's one time upgrade. So in other words, you buy it. You redeem it, it gives you the item, and you don't have to craft anything. You just plug it directly right into uh, into the item itself. And if you go and you find scanner upgrades, ideally an S-level upgrade, but they have S, A, B, and C, um, and you put it in your scanner, it gives you, it's like a giant percentage increase on the amount of money you get for scanning something. Oh. So to give you an idea, yeah. if I go down on a planet and I scan an animal, I get over 500,000 credits for scanning one animal. Oh my gosh. Really? Yes. 
And Damn. so you go down, there's 15 animals there. You've made over a million credits just scanning the animals on that planet. Right? Uh, is it when you upload it or right when you scan it? It's right, it's right when, when you sc scan it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really? You didn't you didn't know about this? No. Cuz you can get more than one. You can upgrade you can upgrade your scanner to scan to have four of those S tier scan upgrade or three. Well, I you knew it had upgrades. Mod, I just, I just, and then you get three S modules and connect them together and you get you get the maximum bonus for money. I didn't yeah. know there was I knew that there were upgrades for all of the equipment. I didn't know that was one of them. Yeah, it's very profitable. Damn. Okay. Well, why do I feel like such what, a what really sucks about that upgrade is that for it does it for fa uh, fauna and flora, but then when you start scanning damn rocks and you know because you, you're not quite sure what you're yeah. scanning, you scan a rock and it's like you don't get the bonus for that. So it's like five hundred. Yeah, <laughs> oh. you're like, oh man, what a waste of time! Don't scan rocks. Does it ever get a speed? Can you ever speed up the scanning? Does that ever happen? It does speed up scan time with the upgrades. Okay, yeah. I think I remember getting that. It's also gotten better. It was, it's very hard to scan sky creatures and fish. Yeah, uh, that they've improved like the responsiveness of it. Yeah, and you also don't have to stay right on it if it moves out of frame. Once you've scanned it, it will stick until you're. Yeah, done. exactly. Yeah, yeah, I like it's, that. Yeah, the game's yeah, so. the game has really gotten great, and I love I love that that team just keeps chipping away on that thing. And oh, and they're so excited about that game. The other day, just I follow their Twitter account because they. They put out enough content regularly. It's worthwhile doing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they just the other day, they were just like somewhere on a deserted planet. The monkey Island theme is playing. And it was somebody who had built nothing but the synthesizers. Oh, yeah. And just on this random world, yeah. there's just a little place with synthesizers hooked up. And the monkey Island theme just plays <laughs> on some alien world out there somewhere. And it just made me so happy. It's pretty great. That's that's I saw that tweet as well. It was really good. Um, so yeah, between that and you and us talking last week, I, I, I was just, oh, I gotta play more of that game. So I'm glad you're doing it too. Uh, you did it says here, boy, this is a big shift for you though. From that Mega Man zero ZX collection. Did that just come out? Yeah, it did. Uh, I think a week or so ago, um, on steam, I am a huge Mega Man fan. Uh, Mega Man X specifically was kind of the series that I got most into and, they put out a collection of all the Game Boy and DS Mega Man Zero and ZX games, mm -hmm. which I think works out to be something like five or six games in one set. Uh, and it's really good. Those games are kind of they they kind of play like a Metroidvania style game mixed with Mega Man. And I really like them. They've added a lot of uh, nice features to it, like waypointing and the ability to load saves partway through so you don't have quite the same level of insane difficulty. Those games are notoriously uh, difficult. So um, it, it's kind of nice to have some of these more casual features for people that might want to just get in and play it. And it seems like a pretty solid collection and kind of a cool way to play old Game Boy games up on your big screen. So yeah. I'm really enjoying that. Cool. And then... Probably because the sequel is coming out fairly soon. I've just been feeling a real urge and a kick to play The Last of Us again. So I booted that up over the weekend and got back into that game. And that game is just an amazing game still. It's it's shocking the way that game still pulls at me. Does the, I mean, the combat still, I hated the combat when I played it the first time. Did I not give it the right amount of attention? No, it's intentionally hard, I think. 
I, I don't like that's the thing is is sometimes you know i don't know if i would call the combat bad but i guess it depends on how you look at it it's one of those things where i feel like the combat is designed in a way to try and make you not want to engage in the combat they would rather you try to go the stealth route or they would rather you feel tense and you're not going to feel tense if you feel like oh well if i walk into the room i can just shoot everybody and throw a brick and just smack everybody around there's no tension to that but if you feel like oh if i get seen these guys are going to waste me there's a tension to that 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 you you only get if the combat is what it is so i would say you're not wrong for disliking it but i think it's a deliberate choice mm, i get it it just didn't land on me for some reason uh i'm excited to hear what you think of the new one you're getting that i'm sure right that's the plan you'll be playing the last of us too when that hits oh definitely yeah, yeah. you and crofton yeah, uh and crofton. bo you've been playing heroes a lot this week how'd that go yeah a ton of heroes i mean nothing really new to say on that front for some reason i'm not playing other games although i've been fairly busy but i i just i'm in the zen place with heroes right now it's just comfortable mm. are you do you also feel like i mean i, I don't I, as much as i've been dinking around with this other stuff a part of me is just sitting on this fence waiting for Doom and waiting for Animal Crossing to land in my lap. And it's just like, that's all I really want to do right now are those two games. I think that's me too. Like, I, I have my heart set. Like, there's a lot of like there's a lot of interesting game experiences out there. But for whatever reason, I just can't settle into playing anything new. Mm-hmm. I even haven't been playing Black Desert Online. I haven't touched it in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm kind of just waiting for all the stuff I'm excited for. <laughs> Like just the big hype tickets every week. And we sh- first one is Doom Eternal, so eventually I'll be playing a game other than Heroes. And uh, every happen, every week so. we should do a check in to say where is Bo in um, Black Desert Online, and then where is John in Star Trek Online, and get an update on your two. <laughs> I do have not a- going to move very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bo's is probably going to move more than mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no, you never move. You're always in Velia and Black Desert, even if you're playing. But. Um, <laughs> Uh, the uh, you know all my BDO cohorts out there knows knows all about Velia. Um, all my BDO one, peeps, all my BDO homies, yep, uh, or BDOmies, <laughs> BDOmies. Yeah. Whether they're it. on Alienware computers or not, they know about it. That's it, right? Yeah. Um, the one thing I did want to, because you know you're just in town playing with the beauty uh, app in there. Yeah. Um, so the uh, I have an update. Um, incidentally, while we were having the show, Crofton just messaged me oh. randomly to say, oh, I'm playing the demo in Man Final Fantasy VII. It's so sweet. Oh, he's just rubbing it in then. Man, that's uh, brutal. Right. Well, he actually, yeah, he said, boy, I'm playing it. Uh, and he, but he also says the music is nostalgia pumped directly into his face. It's good. But yeah, he was talking about how he's playing it. And then I said, yeah, I just talked about you for 10 minutes on core about how, you know, you're a good guy and you promised to lend me <laughs> PlayStation 4. <laughs> Uh, and he's like what <laughs> i'm like first of all you'll want to listen to this episode so that you can find that oh, and we have a new agreed, listener Welcome. agreed and it, it, this is this is now a permanent agreement he agreed in our slack to lend me the playstation nice nice the so problem solved everyone that's you're amazing. gonna get to play your final fantasy 7 bo that's great yeah well yeah, done perfect let's give it a jill jill uh, well done <laughs> Anyways, that's that's big news. I am super hyped for this. You get, like, I think there have been evenings where I've just watched all the trailer and marketing and spent an hour doing that. Rather, like, 
I haven't been playing a game because I spent an hour rewatching all the Final Fantasy VII marketing. Mm. So, you know, just on YouTube, an hour goes by, right? You're like, oh, I watched all this stuff already. Sure, sure. Are you going to, so, uh, are you going to, um, uh, clean the controller real good that you get from him? Are you going to be real, uh, you know, con- coronavirus <laughs> oh, concerned? That's a good idea. Yeah. I should actually clean it. Yeah. Not because of him, but, you know, his kids and kids get, sure. you know, dirt, dirt, the, the candy they're eating on the controllers and stuff. <laughs> You know. No, there's definitely a, a kid film that just gets layered on everything when kids get. Oh, ready. absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah, like chip, chip grease and stuff. You know, whatever it is that's going on with, with kids, it's you normal. Stick and, yeah. slightly to almost anything that a kid has interacted with. Kind of, yeah. It's like, right. and everything smells like maple syrup. Like the, do you guys know? Well, this is totally a thing that most parents will understand when I say it. I don't know if you guys will get this or not. John might, given his proximity to kids lately. Uh, with his girlfriend, but I'm going to say this. I like that you clarified that a little. Kids <laughs> sounded creepy. <at laughs> I did. That's why I added the part at the end there. Uh, I uh, when my kids are growing up, and it was true of if they were if they were all having like a party or a sleepover, it didn't matter. Every kid that's at the age where they wear like a onesie, like the onesie uh, pajama things with like bunny ears and the stupid footies and stuff, like a one piece pajama thing. Those kids, my kids included, they all smelled like waffles. They smelled like waffle crisp cereal <laughs> and some kind of eerie p- combo of waffle crisp and pee. Those two things together all the time. And it used to drive me crazy. And I had a doctor once say, oh, no, that's normal. Kids, kids put off that. And I'm like, what do you mean they put off that? I was like horrified by this revelation. They he just goes, smell like waffles? That's yeah. just something goes, doctors it, accept? It was, you got a healthy kid here. Smells just like waffles. <laughs> it smells like a waffle. Your kid's fine. But I can't, remember what, I can't remember the name. He had a word for it and everything. But it was, oh my gosh, my phone. Oh, like a special word for the waffle smell? Yeah, like the waffle term? smell had like a medical term. And like, uh, was it halitosis or holostosis? It's definitely not halitosis, which is a breath thing. But it's yeah, but but it, but it, the word means a thing. Like it's a medical. T- everyone just says bad breath, but right, it's that. We I used to but, be just so. Like, there's a word like that for kids smell. Yeah, and the kids would be like they'd, you know, sleep on the carpet in the living room for Christmas Eve just so they could be ready to just leap at the tree in the morning. And the next morning, I'd come in there and I'd walk in and go, ah, oh, freaking smells like waffles in here. It was the worst, weirdest thing. <laughs> anyway, it's a strange thing i just told everyone all right um moving on uh, d- uh that's it that's all we have there we've done all we can do there so now this that's a good question yeah speaking of mega man let's get to the now's a good question all right we got a oh you know what i gotta play this first so we got a bonus uh mashup again yeah yeah these, these are great these are great uh this came is this from, one we've heard or is this a, a fresh fresh one out the bag this is fresh out the bag Ugh. That sounds gross, but yes, it's fresh out of the bag. It's called Mortal. Have we done this before? Mortal Cuts? I guess we yeah. haven't. No. Have we? What I thought we that was the first one we did. I thought we did two. We did there two. There was two, but we didn't do Mortal Cuts last week. No, this is with Goro. We didn't do Goro last week, right? Oh, Chat room? Okay. Somebody there? We did. It, it, was there no, any- it wasn't the one we did last week, but the one we did like three weeks ago. I no, we never ended up doing it. Never got played. That might oh, be great. why. That we, might be why the, the guy reached familiar. out to us on Twitter said, "Oh, you forgot to play it," and we're like, "We'll totally play it next week." And then we didn't play it next week. Yeah, 
<laughs> it took us like three weeks to play one. So well, now we'll the play. The thing about uh, about doing mashups is it's technically stuff people have already heard anyway, and if they've already heard this, well, I mean that's what a mashup is. So. Well, look at the big brain on Brad. Brad, yep. Well done, Brad. Okay, I'm gonna play it then. Let's see if we've heard it. If, if, if raise <laughs> well your done. hand if you think you've heard it. Here we go. I mean the music's the same, but it's always the same. I mean I, I like said it. Cuts. It's gonna all okay. stay. <laughs> Mortal cuts. <laughs> Round one. Shave. Yeah. <laughs> Scorpion just opens the door. Get over here. Yeah, get over oh, here. I guess it's my turn. <laughs> Come here. I guess it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You almost done? Yeah. Rinse him and, and finish him. Ronda Rousey's there, too. I say finish him in uh, massage parlors. Anyway, hey, we're done with that talk. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, I think you get in the massage, and then a bunch of lights go, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, finish him. And then it's like, we're uh, Riggity, 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 rub, rub, just, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be, uh, it'd be Goro because he has all the arms. He'd be a good. <laughs> what does he need multiple arms for? Well, in both yes. scenario, oh. there are other parts to pleasure besides Whoa. the thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, wow. You're all picturing where the other three arms are right now. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm the final boss. And while it's happening, that unsexy music is playing. Yeah. Terrible visual. Terrible visual. All right. I thought they were going to talk about video games, and then they were talking about Goro and happy endings. And I was misled as to what they're doing here. I don't like what's going on here. I don't like it. No. Okay, we hadn't played it before. That was that. Yeah, we skipped that for some reason. I've heard it a number of times because it was hilarious. I think I listened to it seven times. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, so well done. <laughs> well done, Jamie. We enjoyed it. And uh, Jamie takes like our pre-show, post-show stuff and like mushes that all together and does a does a fun little thing here and there. And well, he's, we love his mushes. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. He's also Canadian, you know. He's a, Can- a Canadian. Oh, is he a Canadian guy, yeah. eh? Yeah, another What's Canadian. What's his name there? His What'd name you is, say his name was? Jamie Brand is his name. Jamie Brand, eh? Yeah, hey. Well, uh, How's it going, bud? Nice to meet you. Thanks for doing that work there, bud. See? Canadians, famous mushers. Yep, that's right. Hey, did, did you know that the Trailer Park Boys SwearNet movie has the most F-bombs of all film of all time? Did you know that? We oh, learned that. Wow. Oh, I didn't know we, that. The we, SwearNet movie? Yeah, so there's a movie called The SwearNet Movie. Yeah. Or yeah. SwearNet, and it's basically them being themselves, not being characters, not being Bubbles and Ricky and everything, but they're just yeah, being themselves. And it's kind of shitty. It's not great. Yeah. Um, but they just, I guess they cuss so much. We talked about it on TMS today because we our contest was uh, the most F words in any movie. And I thought the number one one was Wolf of Wall Street, but this thing has a beat. Um. Anyway, just throwing that out there. Fun fact. I mean, they're, they're really bad. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're pretty bad. They're pretty bad. They're going to do something. You know, yeah. swing for the fences. Yeah, if you're going to be sweary, go all the way. Your movie is literally called SwearNet, so enjoy. Yeah. It's also their production company or whatever, right? They're called SwearNet? Yeah, they're big thing because it's weird because I like Trailer Park Boys, and they have this whole other umbrella of really, really strange content. Yeah, foul, kind <laughs> of foul <laughs> and awful content. It's not good. It's like, like I, I remember at one point, Randy, I think it was as Randy, but it was like Randy's weather report. Yeah. And... The whole premise was it was Randy being Randy without a shirt on, giving the weather, and just swearing a lot. <laughs> like, you know how that was a thing in porn for a while? They had the naked news? 
No. Never seen, never seen I the watched naked the Naked News when I was like so, 13 years old. Well, I like, imagine it. imagine tuning in to CNN, but imagine if everyone was naked, but it was still serious news. Hold Wouldn't on, this like exists? Better, this is sir? a thing? This is a thing someone did? I don't think it's a thing anymore. This is like 15 right, years ago. I remember this existed thing. back in the day. But, but like on the, it was like it was a porn site. But the thing that was novel about it was that they were trying to deliver serious news with naked women. To what end? Because somebody somewhere is like, man, I like news and I like naked women. Why can't we have them both on the same thing? And certainly Again, people would pay for that. But it's I porn, watched so it when I was a kid. I didn't know it, it existed. Wait, so we didn't really stop on that one. How did you yeah. watch it when you were a kid? I don't know. I had the internet. John, John's ah. young. So wait, the naked news. Yeah. I've never even heard of see, this. See, if I wanted to see naked people, I had to find a random magazine in a bush in my neighborhood, which really <laughs> happened. <laughs> And go, oh my god. <laughs> this is still is this still a thing? It might be. I don't know. I remember it from a, like decades ago. I, I assume it's defunct now, but we could still be. Okay, YouTube has, or sorry, yeah, Wikipedia has a whole thing on it. I've never heard of this. Oh, Toronto, Ontario. It's up where you're from. Oh, hey. Porn uh, stars up in Toronto. <laughs> There's a big porn scene up here in Canada, don't you know? Created by a guy named Fernando. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> Not surprising. Yeah. Uh, it says let's see in the media 2013 the naked news was the subject of an eight-part documentary called naked news uncovered oh that's funny um let's see i can't find when it's oh here we go the start of it was 1999 john how old were you in 99 uh how old was i Shoot, I gotta do math. I'm bad at it. Hold so, on. So these like people, or something. these people did yeah. like legit news. Yeah, like, it was like they weren't. I, I mean, I didn't have a membership to the site. I remember finding I it. I would have been friends. fifteen. But, fifteen. Okay, fifteen. Yeah, so I was in my twenties, mid twenties ish. Yeah, but like um, the the whole premise was that it was legit news, but they were just undressed women. Or is it? Do they okay? Let's see if it still happens. Uh, it still happens. Well, I'm just curious. Like, <laughs> well, the nudity and the news are both definitely. But uh, what is it called? Naked news? Yeah. Did they I'll just come the out? Did they just walk out with a mic and go, "I'm naked and here's the news"? Right. Exactly. And they play it straight, at least according to the promotional trailers. Okay. So, I don't get it. <laughs> Stoic squirrel. Probably more legit than Fox. Yeah, it's not hard to do. Mm. Um. I don't know. Uh, I had never heard of this. This blows my mind that this was a thing. Oh, yeah. I guess it was it's, just an internet. It thing. still exists. I'm I'm on the site now. I mean, it, it's not it's not great. And they are act, like there are like it seems like there's segments where they act a little porny and it's not really newsy. Oh, well then why? Shocker. Well then, but you know, next segment sports. Oh, I have to join. Like okay, full legit, like full legit news naked. There's something about that that I understand the novelty of it. Like. Well, nudism is a thing, and like just nudism is a philosophy. Right, right. They exist. We don't talk about them a lot, but uh, they there's still people who believe that we're animals and should just be naked. Oh, uh, Rusty Nail says, "Well, they haven't spent a lot of time in the tundra, then, have they?" For those people, I always wondered, like, well, yeah, the, sure. the the nude all the time people. Do they have winter where they're from? Like, what do they do when the well, wind? Probably the, not. Yeah, probably not. Clothes aren't just for hiding your bits; it's for not dying. Warmth, yeah. Anyway, Rusty Nails in the chat says, uh, says it's not no. just for warmth, but like if you brush up against a tree, it doesn't hurt as much. Right. <laughs> Rusty Nails says they started fully clothed and then stripped down as they read the reports. 
wait the whole the, that, so the whole thing that was sounds this... right i don't remember much of this because it was long enough ago that i don't remember it it just i happen to remember the name but i do vaguely remember that it was clothed at first and then not by the end so by the end i couldn't focus on the news at all i'm, I'm too hung up on how <laughs> i'm too hung up well, on how the news that, is what, worthless that's the weird Go ahead. it's the weird thing because it's just it's kind of a sterile environment like you're like, oh, I wouldn't be able to focus on it. And then you watch it and you're like, oh, I think I see a pimple and, you know, like, <laughs> I, I'm just, you know what I mean? You're looking and you're like, it's not sexual. I don't, it's yeah, just, I don't know if there's like, anything actually sexy about it now that it doesn't, I. It doesn't work, I guess, is what it. I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure this is, you know. So maybe it is just a nudist thing. Maybe that's the point. Or well, that's I don't what... think, I, I don't know. Look, people are into a lot of different things. So maybe it doesn't. I mean, the, it begs the question because to get people to do the news naked, mm -hmm. it still requires a certain type of performer, mm -hmm. right? You're never going to get Megyn Kelly to agree to some philosophical news revolution, you know, or anyone professional. Uh, like who else? Who's a who's a let's bring a dude into it to make it gender equal. Uh, let's say uh, who's a big news guy right now. Hugh, uh, uh, <laughs> Don Lemon, Don Lemon. Don Lemon. Right? Okay. So, he's a good looking guy. Okay, sure. So like uh, you, you, no one wants to see uh, Don Lemon or no, let's just stop there. I don't know anyone. <laughs> <Don Lemon. laughs> like, would you want to see him deliver the news naked? Would anyone, would it be better? You know? No. Like, because the thing is, Don Lemon knows how to deliver the news, and these performers they get are not the best at delivering the news. But what if you got someone who was a news person that was fun to watch, but was also nude? Would that actually enhance the experience or not? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I, I, I I'm I'm so bowled over by the thing that, that it's even a concept. The thing is, I don't think it probably would. So you don't need to make a naked news site. But it seems dumb. It, it seems really dumb to me. But, yeah, because right. if you're going for adult entertainment, yeah, then you want the activities to be adult and entertaining. And I just don't think people reading, you know, news headlines and, you know, I just don't think that's entertaining. I, I think the think... problem is, is that what you're suggesting all makes perfect sense. And I agree with it, but it goes against the Internet's core philosophy, which is do everything. Yeah. Oh, rule like, 34. I mean, like, essentially, it's a version of Rule 34. It's like, right, hey, right. we understand this isn't a good idea, okay. but this is the internet, and the rule is right, we right. Do it's, it's like everything. arguing against gravity, right? And gravity shouldn't exist. It's like it's a force in physics. Like it just is there. Yeah. And yeah. So with porn. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. Nothing gotcha. new under the sun rule applies. You got to do bit. it. It's just the rule. Mm. I can't believe I never heard of this. It just seems like something I would have heard of. I don't know why. I just. This, this, every once in a while, this happens to me. Combat for you're, a while. You're, you're welcome, Scott. Sometimes this happens on the internet. I'll someone will say, "Oh, you never heard of that?" And then I'll be like, "Oh my gosh, you know, go down that." I don't want to go down that road. This one's fine, but like I've been sent down some roads. I didn't know what oh, what was it that Ibit told me about. <laughs> I've been sent down some. Listen here, young man. I've been sent down some roads. <laughs> I have been, and the one Ibit sent me on was rough. What was it? It was some awful thing I couldn't. Oh, believe. Ibit Road. This is going to be a good one. Yeah, Ibit it was good roads. It was something like, what was it? Shoot, someone in the chat probably remember. Oh, was it? Was that the one? Sev Raven, send Raven. 
The Bukaki. Oh, Bukaki? I, I didn't know what that was. I had never heard oh. of that before. Oh, good. We're hitting a new we're, we're hitting a new milestone. <laughs> Excuse me, I've locked the core. Finally talking about Bukaki. Yeah, I'd never heard <laughs> of it. Never knew what that was. Never heard of it. I just knew it sounded Japanese or something. I had no you idea. Found a new, you found a new use for the word why yeah <laughs> yeah and people say like she like he or she just says it's because scott's a prude no i just never i never heard it like oh i found i've well, had the anyways. misfortune of somebody sending me an email with tub girl in it i had to witness the freaking uh you, you, i learned something recently and this was based on a rabbit hole exploration blah, blah. yeah of, an, of a new style of porn that sort of blew my mind oh no you want to know what it's called yeah go yeah. ahead time stop porn don't know what that is Wait that is this is new so now it's exciting what it, it's yes, japanese okay and okay. basically the male porn actor in the scene oh. stops time uh-huh. like on the subway yeah and just does stuff <laughs> while the time is stopped and wait, then he, wait 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 time, what, <laughs> what do you mean people can't stop time what do you mean how do they, what's how's he stopping time they're what's pretending they scott well it's it's like lord of the rings but <laughs> pornography <laughs> wait oh like so this is but everyone else is in on it it's not like a train full of unsuspecting no people. he can't actually <laughs> stop time scott <laughs> That's not what I mean. They did. They're the first to figure out everything, including stopping time. (laughs) They went out and found the one guy. That's not what I mean, though. What I mean is, (laughs) I realize I was going to sell the technology to Apple, but then porn. hub came along and offered me more money so okay so so everyone obviously is in on the joke it's not because i had heard of this thing where just pervy dudes on japanese subways do weird stuff but this you're you're saying everybody on the bus is it's not subways it can be in the library it can be the restaurants it's just he has the power to stop time and when time stopped he does you know it's like um what's that guy quicksilver in uh, x-men yeah quicksilver version Yeah. yeah like he stops time and does all that stuff it's like you could cop a feel. By the way, they rip know. they rip that scene off in the Sonic movie like entirely. Sonic does that exact same thing. Oh, so Sonic could cop a feel without no one knowing. You know? Sonic could cop a feel is fun to say. <laughs> it's my favorite uh, senator in the White House. <laughs> so what? So could okay? Let me ask you this: If somebody's yeah. okay, let's say it's on a public transit of some sort, <laughs> and a guy walks in there and everyone's like reading and whatever, and then all of a sudden er, time stops. Yeah. Could he walk up to somebody and just go, like, pry their eye open and lick their eyeball if they wanted to or something like that? Yep. Oh, that's terrible. I don't want to know anything about this little weirdness. This sounds awful. Yeah, well, you don't have to watch it. It's that's a why you made people... up thing, Scott. No, I that's know why, it is. That's why you have friends with roads. But who's... <laughs> <laughs> to show you the road. But who's into that? Like, I, this is that whole not. thing where somebody... Oh, I can't believe we're even talking about this today. But somebody once told me... I just think time stop is cool because that's an ability in a lot of video games. So it relates to video games, everyone, I swear. Someone had to tell me what a Cleveland steamer was once. Uh-huh. I'd never heard of it. That's before. old school. That's like you, people, you, you must have known that from like the 90s. That's old. I have never heard it before until probably the last, I think it was probably 10 years ago, somebody you, told you've me. You've never, so, okay, so you just recently heard what a Cle- Cleveland steamer is. I 10 years ago. Yeah, 10, 12 okay. years ago. Do you want to go deeper? I, I don't want to go anywhere near it. <laughs> and here's the thing this is my immediate question then, and it's my question now. At what point does that come up in any relationship? For example, you're on a date. 
girl's like, ah, I really like what you did with your hair. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I went, my barber's really good. And by the way, that was a great movie, right? Oh, yeah, I really liked uh, Jennifer Lawrence. She's fantastic. Well, we should really see that other movie she's in. Yeah, that'd be great. Actually, after this, do you want to uh, go back to my place? Oh, that sounds great. Maybe we can have a drink or something. And he goes, yeah, and I was thinking maybe after that, you could take a giant poop on my chest. When does that happen <laughs> ever in anyone's relationship ever? No one, nobody. No, nobody. you got to ask for it. Oh my then gosh! It might happen. Why would you though? It's it's exit I only. Mean, Why, not exit I, only. I am not you... interested in it. Uh, it smells and is non-erotic for me. So I mean, but <laughs> we're all a little different, you know. I'm not. Ju- look, this is not me shaming or judging anybody. You all do whatever you want. You're consenting adults. Go for it. I'm not saying well, that's the great a thing about Cleveland Steamers. It's, no, seriously, the great thing about Cleveland Steamers is there's no. But there are furries, right? And there's, you know, LGBTQ. There's no steamer people Wait. that you're going to piss off. Are there none? There probably is. They just don't want to say that they are. Nobody wants to admit that they are, right? Well, I know we hear it's the internet. It's 20. For it. We're going to hear about it. The steamers will be out on Twitter. Hashtag uh, steam me too or something like you, that. You, <laughs> 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 <Dude>. <laughs> <laughs> we know about it we know about it i'm just saying you that was a rebel kinds of crap about steamers it's that was not, a re- no one i no thought one's gonna, I, no one from woke culture is gonna be like listen you know what honestly this is this is the truth 10 12 years ago you could have said to me hey i hear you're going to ohio yeah we're going to cleveland hey when you're there make sure you talk to some local uh, uh, tourist board about how you can get yourself a Cleveland steamer. It's a great train ride. They'll take you around town in the Cleveland steamer. It's wonderful. You get to see all the, the old, old Cleveland and all the old cool stuff. And it's all on this train. It's fantastic. And I would have done it. I wouldn't have known. I would have gone there and said, Hey, how do you get a Cleveland steamer in town? (laughs) I would have done it. I wish somebody had done this. Oh my gosh, dude. I, I just, Nick, I'm not, again, I'm not judging, but man, I just cannot put myself in your shoes. I just can't do it. I can't imagine a what, scenario. But no, 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 no. We live in a very interesting time where thanks to the internet, 15-year-old John can go on the internet and go, hmm, maybe somebody reading the news nude does it for me. And yeah. I watch it and I go, it's actually kind of boring. Yeah. Kind of not that good. Yeah. And I can make that determination for myself because who knows? Maybe 15-year-old John went there and went, oh, now this is it. This is what I've been looking for. It yeah. doesn't get better than this. Yeah. This is I this wonder, is what we need. Yeah. I wonder if naked news people develop a tolerance where they can't watch regular news anymore. <laughs> like it just There's so that. many clothes. I, I, how do you watch this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next time somebody's service animal takes a dump in a plane, or the next time somebody poops their pants on a plane or some small public place like that, I'm going to look around and I'm going to see everybody going, oh, but there's going to be one guy who's going, yeah, there's a poo about. Yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> that's I don't want to be around that guy. I don't want to be well, around that guy. He's not doing it on the plane, Scott. You're just not. identifying that this is what he thinks. I know it's not. All right, chat. I hope you enjoyed that diversion. Man, I, I've got a better one in the salvo, but we can't talk about it on this show. We, we don't want to know. We have we, we've done enough damage. You know, we've, <laughs> <laughs> we've, 
<laughs> we've lost enough listeners today for one show. We'll wait. We'll save it for next week when we can ship off a, a couple more. Okay, I'll uh, make a note. Here's a here's an email from Kevin. He wrote into uh, went to frogpants.com/core and sent us this message. <laughs> Kevin, aren't you glad you're following yeah. all the talk about steamers? Yeah, does that feel like good? Somebody's gonna tell Kevin, "Hey, you're on this episode," and he has to get through all of that. What if Kevin has been waiting forever to get his email read, <laughs> and he's gonna go to his coworkers and be like, "You'll never believe it." They read my email on core i mean you're not and then you're not all his co-workers are just like what is the show yeah he, my he, email was right after the cleveland steamer talk i i even want to apologize to crofton who's probably listening now because you've talked him into it now oh no crofton would want me crofton loves this stuff like oh, crofton good. loves potty humor we haven't gone deep enough for him oh okay well then crofton good luck to you with your all your steamers he's not into it he just likes to laugh at it like a five-year-old laughs at naughty words right sure it's it's that kind of thing i like a good poop joke here and there anyway he says this he says farming games back to the farming games hey scott if you're looking for a solid farming game without all the microtransactions you could do worse than rune factory 4 which was just released on or re-released on the switch it was originally a 3ds game but it's been remade and up for the switch it's made by the same studio that made the original Harvest Moon games before the American publisher lost the license and started making their own knockoffs using the same title. The uh, games being released now titled Story of Seasons are true successors to the old games, known in the Old West as Harvest Moon. But I digress. The Rune Factory franchise is farming, or sorry, is farming in a fantasy world where you go to dungeons and fight monsters as well. It's what inspired Stardew Valley. Uh, I'd check that out. I mean, I played the story of seasons one. I've talked about it on the show. It had that weird anime tie in with the, like the fat blue cat. Forgot the name of it. Bong. bong oh yeah. Bongabo. Boo. Boo. Gongo. What is it? Boo. Gongo. Boo. Gongo. Bukaki, the friendly blue. You know, Bugongo cat. sounds like the company that would make a game called Bukaki. <laughs> what what is the oh, I can't remember Bugongo. the name of it, but not Bugongo. Whatever it is, it's out there. But I played it. Man, that thing was just heavy on the dialogue, is my only real complaint. The actual gameplay was pretty good. But I'll check out Rune Factory. That sounds all right. Never heard of it, but is it I mean 3DS it must be old, right? Let's say Rune Factory. Oh, there are a bunch of these. It was re-released on the Switch, though. Um, that's what he's mentioning. Yeah, there's a bunch of them from uh, even the DS era. I just say I've never heard of these. So this must be Rune Factory Four. Yeah, yeah, it's four. Rune Factory Four. I mean, just look real quick. How anime as hell is this thing? Oh my gosh, look at these people. Okay, I don't know about this. <laughs> Your love of anime continues to show. <sighs> well, it's just the tropes that bug me. I, I can get into your anime if it's actually good. I can't tell if I would like this. This may not be what I'm looking for. I don't know. There's a lot of relationshipy looking stuff in this. Not really my thing. All right. Well, I appreciate the suggestion nonetheless. If any of you have great ideas to solve my stupid farming problem, let me know. Uh, you can go to core or uh, frogpants.com slash core. Yes. Yes. Uh, Bo. I'm, I may know somebody who has an actual farm if you want to come move up here. <laughs> Are they selling their farm? No, you can work on it. I want to, I want my own farm. You can be a farm hand. Kim, the other day, well, Kim, before Kim, you own your own farm, you got to be a farm hand. Oh, you got to learn the, the, the rules and how I to mean, do it. I mean, have you done any farming before? I mean, other than driving my cool tractor onto a grid of nine squares and getting milk bottles to pop up. Everything's better on a tractor. Yeah. We, we oh, that's what the line was. Up. Everything's better on a tractor. I got to write that down. Um, <laughs> wait, who, unless someone really loved this other title, am I okay to do this? 
No, you can. You can. What, what was the other title? Just before you delete it. Uh, tractor. Uh, I don't know. What was it? Shoot. Uh, winner is you. Yeah. We oh, the winner better. is you. Yeah, okay. You can do better. All right. Everything better. is better on a tractor. I believe that. Uh, that's gonna do it for the show. That's it. We're done. We got a. We has a big show. Lots of stuff to talk about. Got real weird toward the end, but hey, that's what we do here on the show. And um, uh, chat room, I do have Farming Sim 2019. I just don't know what I'm doing in it, and it seems too simmy. I want something in between, something a little less simmy, uh, but not quite as embarrassing as that free-to-play game that I'm still playing. Township is kind of got his claws in me, so I still play it. I still kind of check in there every day. I spent a dollar in there. A dollar. Oh, that's how it begins. A dollar, two dollars. I spent a dollar. Yeah, I started. In fact, let me just quickly check on my uh, my wheat. Give me one second here. I'm just going to do... Oh, where's my music? The music on here is really good. Here we go. Turn the music on. All right. Let's just do a quick check here in town, see what's going on. Oh, a train is returning with some goods that I've been asking for. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, there's a bag of cow feed. Let's go ahead and put that in the... There you go. You love that sound, John? Sounds like a m- gotta mobile get, game. Yeah. yeah, you got to get that cow feed. Yeah, that cow feed. Oh, and I got sheep to shear. There they go. Thanks, cattle or cow or a sheep. And there's the chickens. All right. Looking good in the game, everybody. I'll check back in later when I've got some time. Uh, that's going to do it for the show. Thank you all for being <laughs> here. What an excellent time was had by us and you, hopefully. And if you like the show, uh, head on over to our Patreon page and help us out. That's at uh, patreon.com slash core show. You get bonus content that you can't get any other way, as well as other rad rewards. That's patreon.com slash core show. And big thanks to everybody who supports us already through that service. Frogpants.com slash core is our website. That's going to do it for us, for me, for John, for Bo. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Captain, we're under attack!